Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Stephen Jarvis and Friends podcast. But before I get started, I just want to say thank you to the guys over at Talking Shit, which I got a new Talking Shit shirt, which I'll actually stand up and show you if you can see it from there. It's my new shirt. Uh, paid 30 bucks for it where I'm at. So thank you so very much to Mark and Brian for sending the shirt, letting me know that I'm just letting you guys know that I got it. Um, definitely love it. Go check out their content. They're great guys. Also, if you'd like, go check out the Nonsensical Nonsense podcast. Bunch of great guys there too. Uh, Bucket of Chum, Fletz Movies and Pop Culture 13. Peter Anthony Productions, you can check out a lot of amazing podcasts. They're all great, and I hope you enjoy them. And also, I have another thing I'd like to tell you about, and that's Zencaster. Now, see, when I was told about Zencaster, I was on Buzzsprout, and I thought Buzzsprout was pretty amazing, but yet Zencaster is a lot better, and I'll tell you why. Hey, everyone. I want to take a brief moment here and tell you about how Zencaster has changed my life. I have had my podcast for four years, if you can really believe that. I have enjoyed creating content for you, all my fans, subscribers, and all the new people that show up on the channel and subscribe. We're at 84, and I can't thank you a very I can't thank you enough. I in those years, I struggled to make my podcast more visible until someone introduced me to Zencaster. Let me tell you, moving over to Zencaster is the best decision I have made. Let me tell you why. It is so easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. All you have to do is log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to four. Video with your guests and the highest quality ever, even if the connection is unstable. As I told you earlier, I had issues getting my podcast out there. Gone are those days. If you have thought about podcasting before and realize that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over too. With Zencaster's all in one podcasting platform, you can create your own podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. I personally have seen a boost in my own podcast once I switched to Zencaster. So what are you waiting for? Get your podcast started now. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code Stephen in capital letters and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same ex easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and comfort content needs. It's time to share your story. And yes, sorry, I read that off a script. But anyway, today we're talking about Halloween ends. And also some of my thoughts on the movie and advice to whoever makes another Halloween movie. So Halloween ends on paper was a very great 
Halloween movie. It just wasn't a great Michael Myers movie. And a lot of other content creators seem to agree with that. I think what had happened was just like how Halloween 3 Season of the Witch was created, Halloween Ends was kind of created in that same mold as they wanted to try something new, but also still have the same characters from the two films in the trilogy. Halloween 2018 was by far the best one. Halloween Kills, I would say, was even better. Halloween Ends kind of was a downer, but still a quality Halloween movie. But as I said earlier, just not a very good Michael Myers movie. Um, We're introduced to Corey early in the film, who um, is babysitting that night. Usually he's a gardener for the family that he's babysitting for this night. And he ends up accidentally killing the kid. Which, if I wrote this movie, I would have had Michael doing it. Just so that, you know, it could have been set up a different way. But it is what it is. Well, fast forward, we find out that, you know, Haddonfield is a much different place since Halloween Kills. It's pretty much become... Uh nightmare spot for the residents of Haddonfield in that some end up committing suicide others end up getting killed in their vehicles and so we're introduced back to Allison who's now I think she works in a as a nurse or an assistant nurse's aide in uh, a hospital and Corey who had come in after, you know, he had sliced his hand on a broken thing of milk. Um, they get to talking. They later fall in love, blah, blah, blah. Well, Corey ends up meeting Michael Myers. <laughs> and it's funny because Michael at this point is very weak. He uh, evidently, if he doesn't kill, it doesn't, it, he kind of starts losing his ability, which we later find out when um, a cop who is one of the Mulaney's decides to go after Corey because Corey must have embarrassed him in front of his friends or whatever bullshit they had to come up with with this film. And what had happened is that this Mulaney is able to easily overpower Michael and Corey later jumps on the Mulaney and hits him and says, show me how you do it. Well, Michael grabs his knife, stabs him, and it seems to, like, energize Michael. And so when they finally kill the cop, Michael is now back to the way he should be, where he's where the spirit within him or the shape within him or the evil, whatever you want to call it, is now back in full force. It's making him stronger, even though his appearance makes him look like he's a dirty hobo and a just beaten mess. So another thing that I couldn't stand about this is the love angle between Corey and Allison, because you see what's happening to Corey, and you can also tell that Allison is fucked up from what happened in Halloween Kills, losing your mother, 
and in Halloween 2018, losing her father, which in all honesty would fuck a person up. I mean, she broke her leg, had to watch Michael kill her boyfriend, I guess. I don't know if they ever, her and, um, her and her boyfriend ever got back together. But having to watch that, having to, you know, probably go to your mother's funeral, knowing that you couldn't save them, I'm sure it probably fucked her up emotionally and also spiritually. Fucking wind. And so you do see the scars that Michael has left up, not only on Haddonfield, not only on Lori, not only on Allison, but also on Corey as well. Because you seem to remember Corey becomes as peep as certain fans of this franchise think that when Michael chokes Corey, it kind of gives him Michael's powers. Well, if you don't think back to what Lori says, every time Michael kills, he transcends. What if, and, and follow me here. I know I've been all over the place with this kind of how my podcast is. Sorry about that. But ultimately, I think what happens is that there are more like Michael. It's just we don't know that yet. And that it always has a face and a new identity. And so what I take from that is that Corey was already this way. It's just it took something very tragic for it to come out. And so later in the movie, Corey takes Michael's mask. Corey now is killing people as Michael, supposedly. And it just it, it really does kill the mood for a Halloween film, especially seeing how Corey is able to overpower Michael and take his mask. And then the ending, which I think is one of the stupidest ways to ever end a Halloween movie, is Lori pins him down with knives, slits his throat, slits his wrist after Allison comes back, back and saves her grandmother. And they later take Michael to the junkyard where he gets crushed in a crusher or chopped up, however you want to say it. And the movie ends after Lori and Hawkins talk. You see Allison go wherever she's going to. She's leaving Haddonfield behind. And so it's kind of one of those things where it was just like, once you got done with the movie, I hate to break it to everyone that's like, oh, well, the franchise is dead. Michael's dead. Michael has come back from a lot worse than this. I mean, Resurrection came back from that shitty movie. He's going to come back from Halloween Ends. It's just they're going to let it rest for a little bit. And then they're going to hype up another Halloween movie. Hopefully get the fans back on board. But what if too much damage has been done to where your most 
how would you say this without pissing off the the um well you can't say you're a real fan crowd bullshit um i think you've pissed off a lot of the majority of the fans that love this franchise to death that aren't just the lazy fans that go and see a halloween movie every once in a while or thinks that rob zombies halloween movies are better than the original which those people i'm sorry to say but i think you're crazy um but with that i will say halloween ends was a good halloween movie or even a great halloween movie it's just it wasn't a great michael myers movie and i know um knight taylor from the night watch zone has said this and a lot of other um content creators that have done a review on halloween ends have said the same thing so look at this movie as halloween season of the witch-esque movie even though halloween 3 season of the witch was probably a little a lot better than this film at least in my opinion. So my thoughts on it are I don't think we honestly should have gotten it. I don't think we needed the trilogy. I think if you would have released 2018, okay, and then waited a little bit to release Halloween Kills without it being kind of a trilogy bullshit that we got, I think it would have been much better off but that's my opinion. They tried doing the trilogy before with Jamie Lloyd and Daniel Harris. Um, it didn't work after the fourth movie. The fourth movie was really good. I, I kind of wish we would have gotten what originally was supposed to be in Halloween 4, but then we wouldn't have had Jamie Lloyd. She would have been Brittany and yada, yada, yada. So honestly... Whoever we know Blumhouse is done with the films. If Blumhouse gets it again, do not make another trilogy. Whoever, and if Blumhouse doesn't, whoever Malika Cod puts it out to bid and they get the rights for how many other movies they want to make, do not make another trilogy. It does not work. It's proven that self many times i mean you can even go back to i don't know if i consider halloween one through three a trilogy seeing as how three had nothing to do with one and two other than it was halloween in name um i know a lot of people are saying you know maybe they should look back at going the anthology route um there was a time and place for that they screwed it up. I honestly think naming it Halloween 3 kind of killed Season of the Witch. Where if they would have said Season of the Witch, a Halloween film, I think it might have done better. Who knows? Maybe more people would have been like, oh, hey, they're trying something different rather than, oh, hey, where's Michael and Lori? Um, also, whoever does get to make the next movies don't do stupid shit i see a lot of people saying what where they should go with this they should do another sibling angle no drop all that shit 
drop the sibling, drop the aunt, uncle, niece, nephew bullshit. Unless, unless you're making a sequel to Halloween H2O or the Halloween 9 movie we were supposed to be getting where you bring back Josh Hartnett and you have him face off against Michael. Okay, I can understand that one. But ultimately, I think in whoever makes another Halloween movie needs to be done with the sibling shit. Get rid of the family killing whatever bullshit and just make Michael pure evil like he's supposed to be. You got to realize Loomis never said Michael was after his family in the first movie. He was purely and simply evil. That's all he said. And why people think that Michael is scary as going after his family members I don't understand that. I never will. I probably go to my grave never understanding it. It took him from being scary to, okay, what's going to happen once he kills off his bloodline? What's going to happen? Why is he killing all these other people when he's only supposed to supposedly killing his bloodline? And also, don't do another old Michael Myers. I, I did like James Gordon, James Jude Courtney. I almost say James Jude Green. Sorry about that. Um, I did like James Jude Courtney as Michael Myers. I understand why they went with an older Michael. I'm not shitting on James Jude Courtney or the older Michael thing, but honestly, let that be in that trilogy and start with something new. Have Michael be in it, but have him be the badass we all know and love. Maybe even do what Halloween Returns was going to do. Where, and I know a lot of people hate that, you know, they see him get captured or they see him, you know, in uh, Smith's Grove or something and he breaks out, yada, yada, yada. Well, do what Halloween Returns did. I mean, you could literally start the next Halloween film with Michael. You could go back to what they did with Halloween 1. If you want to go and say all the other sequels don't matter, whatever. <laughs> go back to Halloween 1 if you want to go the route that the trilogy did. And have Michael like we saw in the flashback scenes and Halloween Kills, be captured by the police again. Or even just show that scene. And then show it five years down the road where he's being put to death and he sees someone that catches his eye. Well, no, because then it would be some motivation bullshit where he's ready to give in you know they inject him or whatever to try and kill him and that his heart stops and then have it where he kind of has a realization that his job's not done and then he comes back he does what 
was supposed to happen in Halloween Returns, if we would have ever gotten that movie, which just the badass scene of it all just sounded amazing. Um, and if I, I honestly think that if you go with anything else, then just making Michael as badass as he can, you're going to paint yourself into a corner. And that's what happened with the trilogy. That's what happened with the very first trilogy, four through six. After Halloween four, with Jamie, you know, stabbing her stepmother and adoptive mother and all that, you paint yourself in a corner because I'm sure a lot of people wanted to see Jamie become Michael or at least have that fight with evil and trying to get back to who she was as a little girl, you know, and as a survivor of Michael. But ultimately, we didn't get that. Halloween 5, we got the man in black, which I thought was stupid. Um, and we also, in Halloween 5, got no tucked-in mask Myers, which is also very stupid. Um, but yeah, I think whoever makes the next Halloween movie, have Michael be in it. Have him be pure evil. Have no motivation for why he's killing. Just have him be Michael of old. We need that Michael back. We need Michael of Halloween 1 back. Where he was a kid that killed his sister. 21 years of age. Escaped. And wanted to do his thing. And yeah, I know in the novelizations back in that day, they kind of planted the seeds for what the sibling bullshit was already going to be. But you don't need to do that. And if you haven't read those novelizations of Halloween 1 and 2, they're really hard to find, but you can find them on Amazon Kindle. They're great. I honestly love what they did in the books. Um, and plus it explains a little bit more on how he got where he was. And even in Halloween too, how he magically showed up at the hospital, you know? So that is my rant ravings and all the other things of Halloween ends and also where to take the franchise in another direction. Once they decide to make another movie, which I think give it five to 10 years. Let, let let what's going to happen with Friday the 13th, now that everything seems to be going in the right direction, let that play out. Let another Nightmare on Elm Street movie, if that ever comes to fruition, now that Robert Englund doesn't want to do it, let that happen and then bring Michael back. Because if you ever noticed... And I, I kind of was talking to my wife and a few of our friends about this, is that once ho horror movies kind of lose their stride and they make another Halloween movie, it comes back and then you get Scream again, you get Friday the 13th, which hopefully won't have another rights lawsuit bullshit ever again. 
And yeah, I honestly think the sky's the limit for anyone that really wants to make a great Halloween movie again. Just don't do the shit that's made this franchise dumb. And I love this franchise. I really do. It's just they made decisions in this franchise that made it really lose its momentum. And I've even said this in a uh, blog that I did that I honestly think after Halloween 1, for all the success that Halloween 1 was, the sequels and the decisions made in those sequels killed it to the point where it's not considered the greatest horror franchise, and it should be. It really should be. So yeah, that, again, is my uh, delusional take, if you may, on Halloween Ends and what I hope is an advice for whoever makes another one. So thank you so very much for listening to this. I hope you all enjoyed this. Thank you all to the 84 subscribers on the YouTube channel. Thank you all to who listened to me on Zencaster. Um, which, again, I'm not on Buzzsprout anymore. I'm officially gone away from Buzzsprout. I'm now on Zencaster. And if you'd like to start your own Zencaster podcast, I'll have a link on how to do that. And also, I'll have it where you can save 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid um, plan on Zencaster. Thank you so very much. Also, go check out some of the podcasts I mentioned before. Go check out Zencaster and go check out this video because it'll be on YouTube. It'll be on Zencaster. Um, it'll also be in the Facebook group. So again, thank you so very much. I hope you all enjoyed this. If you didn't, I'm sorry. You know, comment below. Also, again, thank you all to the 84 subscribers that subscribe to this channel. And also to the ones that don't sus haven't subscribed yet. Yes, I'm talking to you all. I've noticed when I look at the analytics for my channel, more people that haven't subscribed yet watch my content. And that's not very good. If you could take some time out of your life and please subscribe to the channel. I know I'm not like some of these other podcast channels that are more um, marketed better. They know what they're doing more than I do. But just give me a chance. Honestly, what's it going to hurt? And to the people that have subscribed, thank you all. I, I truly do appreciate the subscriptions and my fans. Again, I'm still working on stuff behind the scenes. I'm going to be going to college soon, so hopefully I'll still be able to stick to the schedule that I've set up for this podcast. Um, we'll talk about more of it when it happens. So thank you so very much. I'm Stephen Jarvis. This is Stephen Jarvis and Friends Podcast, and I will see you all Saturday. Thank you.